listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous, you heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers. The mob comes equipped for warfare. Beware of my crime family who got enough shots to share for all those who want to profile a pose. Rock you in your face, stab your brain with your nose bone. You all alone in these streets, cousin. Every man for theyself in this land, we be gunning and keep the shook crews running like they supposed to. They come around, but they never come close to. I can see it inside your face, you're in the wrong place. Cowards like you can get their whole body laced up with bullet holes and such. Speak the wrong words, man, and you will get touched. You can put your whole army against my team, and I guarantee you it'll be your very last time breathing. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod, and Karen. we're in the house on a Monday. Mm-hmm. I think maybe Supergirl comes back for real this time, I hope. I don't know. I don't know. Everything might supposed to still be on break. Yeah but uh you know ages of shield back in like it's literally enough for the for everybody for the whole week <laughs> uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh and of course we have a lot of stuff to talk about and get into uh let me just tell y'all this real randomly send your girl some flowers at work today okay <laughs> do it because that bitch that don't like her at work she ain't getting no flowers on a random monday <laughs> start that bitches monday off horrible <laughs> make her week be terrible like oh i was just mad at you and you getting flowers somebody let them know even if they don't value her at that company that somebody outside values her. and i say send it to That's the job the okay i don't mean don't don't have the flowers for when she gets home don't you know do the flowers uh you know at lunch no send them to the job so they got to put it on her desk and all the people got to watch like who sent those oh what happened did something happen like just nope nothing i'm loved unlike the rest of you you know what i'm saying all y'all judging me every day mad because i listen to my headphones now look at you over here mad and alone and jealous that's how you gotta do it guys all right right my day thank you baby no problem um all right let's talk about all kinds of stuff uh gray's anatomy star jesse williams and his wife aaron drake lee split after almost five years of marriage oh i know i hate to hear that yeah you know jesse now i know his dms are probably flooded right now what uh <laughs> he getting all the titty pics that the rest of you niggas wish y'all could get <laughs> like he woke he uh light-skinned and handsome and uh well-spoken he got a job you know i don't you know i don't know if they have kids and stuff like that but you know it's i mean it's uh it's one of those things where i think people when you hear about something like this you always feel kind of bad but you know if there's a divorce and then hopefully that means that people are moving on and mm-hmm. who knows what kind of problems they may or may not have had already Correct uh but i just remember jesse williams wife being like so many people's um like oh you know like because he had a black wife and he's a successful hollywood dude and i do feel like there was a little bit of more like oh yeah because a, a brother that that's woke and got a black wife and she's not like you know um a celebrity or something like that you know i believe she's you know like his high school sweetheart or something uh so it's just like couple goals and stuff but uh yeah 
they end up getting uh divorced i think they filed for divorce officially today um but the last event they were seen together was january 28 2016 so that's been almost a year uh they were married september 2012 but were together long before his acting career took off um the 35 year old star and activist made headlines in 2016 with a politically politically charged uh speech at the bet awards in los angeles during a speech he thanked his amazing wife who changed his life um together they co-founded the ebroji app oh she gonna be rich forever Mm -hmm. which is a keyboard that focuses on inclusion in the options for emojis and gifts and texting uh she was a real estate broker when they met and he was a high school teacher in philadelphia the breakout role came for him and the sister of the traveling parents uh too in 2008 and he joined the cast of Grey's anatomy in 2009 so yep well uh, good luck to everybody involved in that man mm-hmm. um they didn't mention any kids in there so i don't know maybe they didn't have kids or something i don't know i really yeah uh if they did it's not an article um uh, let's see what else happened um a smuggler got caught with six vials of human semen he was trying to sneak the louse to be used by surrogate mothers and he got arrested and admitted to doing the same thing uh, a dozen times mm-hmm semen smuggling karen uh, that's a thing mm-hmm yep okay so when when we get pregnant i'm just confused yeah you got see you know smuggle that semen in there uh a thai man who attempted to smuggle six vials of human semen to be used in the surrogate uh, by surrogate mothers through a border checkpoint has been arrested nithanon uh i don't know how to pronounce his last name Srithani yannin <laughs> that's what it looks like i believe that's right 25 was traveling to laos when he was caught with a nitrogen tank containing sperm nitrogen tank i mean keep it sperm cool can you gotta keep it on ice um, don't just store your sperm at room temperature what is this okay I'm, a yeah. sock <laughs> i mean i i guess i mean i guess since she she nobody you don't want it fresh uh he admitted to doing the same thing um a dozen times before for a payment of $5,000 Thai bot, which is, uh, 13, 113 pounds on each occasion. He was trying to make, take the fluids to a fertility clinic where he attempted to pass through the Nong Kai checkpoint, uh, between northern Thailand and neighboring Laos. Nithanon was fined 200,000 Thai bot for smuggling forbidden goods out of the kingdom and released. A customer spokesman said during the investigation, Nithanon said he was hired to carry semen to a clinic in uh, Vientiane. Uh, he said it came from four clinics in Bangkok. I mean, it was banging some cocks, all right. Yeah, <laughs> all kinds of cocks, apparently. And he had done it 12 times before. The tank and vials have been sent to a hospital in Thailand, northeast of the city of con can yeah how's this even sanitary what's happening here for inspection with test results expected on monday if the vials contents are confirmed to be semen uh he could face up to three years in prison for violating the sur- surrogacy law which forbids the smuggling of semen damn they got a law on it this must be a thing yeah it's having a lot for them to have a law mm-hmm. for him to even attempt that it, it got to be a money behind it because people don't go through that much trouble if it's not a profit man that's wild it's difficult to find semen no i've been giving it away my whole life i just didn't know what i was ah! doing didn't know about the market value 
guess the price of the brick just went up karen yeah the run, price of, run my coins the price of the semen not the two that's the thing when women go they go give me the semen you can keep the two to yourself mm, good point um all right let's see uh revealed finally through science guys okay. we know how to pick out the cleanest cubicle in any public toilet and why it's different for men and women Mm-hmm. but don't you want to know how to pick out the cleanest one if you gotta use the bathroom but you want to go to the most used doll? Okay. Probably, probably the, the most used one is, it probably depends on the setup in the bathroom. Using a public toilet can be an unpleasant experience. The thought of thousands of strangers sitting on the same seat before you is enough to keep you crossing your legs until the final moment. Fortunately, a doctor has now revealed which cubicle is likely to be the cleanest in any toilet, whether it's in a theater foyer or an airport terminal. Yeah, I had to use bathroom in the airport once. It was it was it was traumatic, guys. It's a lot of stress. Uh American celebrity TV doctor Oz uh shared his theory in response to a question on medical advice uh from ShareCare. Dr. Oz explained that most toilet users tend to skip the first stall in favor of the ones further away from the door because they want a little more privacy. He continued, right. but because the first stall is often the least used, it contains the lowest bacteria levels. Instead of skipping the first stall, choose it to help avoid possible infections. However, scientific research analyzed by New York Magazine suggests that the last stall approach is favored by women more than men uh who are more likely to use the first stall in a public toilet if this is the case men will be better off choosing the cubicle furthest away from the doors it's likely to be the least frequent used the least frequently and therefore carry the fewest germs conflicting research suggests the cubicle in the center of a lineup is the most likely to be chosen first you always thought the center would be the one psychologically that people would go for the, the most but uh, i always felt like that's a that's a mistake it's the opposite of tic-tac-toe when you use the bathroom in a stall situation you want to go to the least used one so you know if you go to the one in the middle that's where everybody goes when you get to go tic-tac-toe first you always put your circle or your x in the middle right so you want to go outside of that that thing outside the box man but you know what that's what happens when you eat your kit cats one bite at a time <laughs> the rest of y'all keep using those dirty nasty seats uh let's see what else happened um a decorated navy seal uh has been moonlighting as a porn star Uh oh mm-hmm. navy chief special welfare warfare operator joseph john schmidt iii has been living dual lives as a member of the navy seals the 42 year old boasts a chest of ribbons and medals during his 23 years in the military including a valor citation for combat overseas to his east county neighbors and coronado shipmates he's been the married father who has uh, given uh, pep talks to a special needs child to special needs children in los angeles and toured the country recruiting for the elite na- naval special warfare warfare teams uh can't want to say welfare for some reason special warfare teams even serving as the face of the seal program on its website smith is also jay voom the actor in at least 29 porn flicks during the past seven years from apple smashing lap dance to strippers come home horny from the club (laughs) porn titles have totally changed since we got the internet now it's just a description of what happens in the scene you used to have to guess there used to be some art to it sugar walls 95 what does that even mean what is sugar walls i don't know 
snapback pussy 37 you know, oh what's snapback what snap? did it just the pussy snap back do you come you know now now it's just straight up like dad comes home early or whatever you like what <laughs> ain't no more guessing here but you know what she sucks then she fucks black milf you're like oh i know everything that happened in this scene and that's because white folks named it because you know when black folks name shit it, you yeah, i mean even the white ones used to have name like they used to have names you know butt man 75 i mean you know you're not looking at man's butt it's <laughs> that is but a dude man. that likes butts like this is totally the game has changed is what i'm saying i you see know? what you're saying even in 2009 when or 2000 early 2000s when like the internet first started popping it was still like a little bit of like um mystique yeah it was like onion booty but it you know it's about women with big butts and stuff you know but like the onion booty run i still contend only the golden state warriors of the past three years can can <laughs> i can beat that can rival onion booty from 2002 to like uh 2006 or whatever but uh anyway the um the point being uh it used to be like a little bit of like oh i wonder what this is and now it's just you know uh nasty new york amateurs or some shit you know like ah! it just it tells you exactly what it is you know thought pockets or whatever <laughs> thought pockets. uh anyway uh he has spent most of his time in front of a camera engaging in sex with his wife porn star jules jade for their website for her website and film distribution service but he also has a couple with xxx actress mina lee and ashton wells according to marketing materials found by the san diego union tribune confirmed by jay schmidt declined to comment for this story the coronado based naval special warfare command has launched an investigation and a commission officer assigned to handle the case major questions include whether schmidt violated rules mandating that seals obtain advance approval from their commanders to, for outside work and whether seal brass has been quietly condoning his film work the investigation began only eight months before schmidt had planned to retire and disciplinary action could his rank and pension minutes but then they'll have to be doing a lot more porn i mean you guys are putting them right into the hands of big porn uh we have initiated a formal investigation into these allegations there are very clear regulations which govern outside employment by naval special warfare personnel as well as prohibitions on behavior that is discrediting to the service said captain jason salada uh spokesman for the seals what if they had to look at what kind of sex it was to be like is it discredited or not because if it's really good sex then don't you have to be like well this isn't a discredit to navy seals it's like helping the stock out we appreciate you dude yeah you know stayed downtown for a minute a good job buddy uh but if it's just like him premature jaculating then it's like mm-hmm. oh this nigga gotta go your, your dick is saving lives apparently mm-hmm. uh in an interview this week schmidt's wife of 15 years claimed that many high-ranking seals have known long, long known about her husband's movies and seen the tolerators moonlighting for example she said she was invited to the commandos coronado campus to sign autographs for truths after she was named the 2011 penthouse pet of the month now see the problem with this is her talking about it is probably gonna make the investigation go worse yeah because now it's like well how high up the true changes just go as opposed to just being like let's just hush hush cover this up let the dude go give him his money to stay quiet and leave instead it's about to be a big ass like investigation because now you pulling other people in this home now they're gonna get questioned they're not gonna be too happy all of a sudden it's gonna be like the president knew you know uh, <laughs> navy official said schmidt did not fill out mandatory paperwork to seek clearance for his chain of command for working as a porn actor the command did grant formal permission for schmidt to see sell herbal supplements as a side business 
the armed forces rules for secondary employment have the force of a punitive instruction which means violence can be tried under the uniform code of military justice for lack of compliance the military has a long history of punishing active duty service members and even veterans who do everything from writing unauthorized memoirs to taking side jobs without permission to engaging in work seen as detrimental to the military's reputation like other military branches the navy bans activities that prejudice good order and discipline or that is service discrediting risk potential press or public relations coverage or create an improper appearance yeah he gonna get in trouble for instance after she posed nude in a 2007 playboy magazine spread u.s air force sergeant uh staff sergeant michelle manhart received a formal reprimand was removed from her position as a training instructor and was demoted uh you know what's sad is like so much of this is about our attachment to sex being a shameful thing and being a sex worker of course being discrediting to uh you know to to your career and and esteem and reputation but the sad part about it is that i don't see y'all motherfucking investigating and going after them niggas posting that shit in their favorite facebook page where where where's this rush to judge where's this shameful are you for that bullshit but go ahead yeah i think they are going after them but the fact is it's a it was a cultural thing right like went for a long time many many people in that in that uh organization contributed to those pages and knew about those news and all that shit and they can't and now they're gonna they're just shaming this guy because he's an individual who's the public face that they can just like bash but yeah this is indicative of uh, of anything he's cleaner than your culture right because at least he's doing it consensually and uh above board you guys are sharing like people's news and shit from you don't even know yeah done retired went on with their lives right so anyway i I thought that was interesting um it'll be be wild to see what happens to that dude because you Mm -hmm. just you never know really um PETA activist crashed Kelly Rowland's book signing event and she ain't got the time, according to Bossu. I don't blame her. What, what, what PETA come in from? I mean, did she say something about your vegan meals? What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> say something about your vegan meals? Yeah, I mean, because, you know, on the time PETA, you see PETA when folks start talking about bacon and turkey and duck and shit, they come telling you how all your food got a face on it. Mm. So where, you, where did you come from? Well, that's true um nah i definitely i definitely feel you on that uh well in this case uh they were mad because she wore some fur Mm -hmm. they had to give her a piece of their mind can't be out here wearing what white nonsense is this can't be out here wearing fur without people approval can Ooh, you know what and i and 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 y'all they act such a motherfucking fool it's like okay wouldn't you be mad if you if if you in there eating your uh non-dairy vegan food and i come in there with a big ass cheeseburger munching in your face you'd be mad at me right mm-hmm. you'd be mad well then leave other people alone just leave people alone so you don't wear fur i don't give a fuck yeah um nobody asked you to prove a point and i think that's what irritate me about them it's like y'all just can't let people be yeah apparently she was promoting her new book whoa baby which is about being a mommy when peter activists crashed the scene screaming kelly roller has blood on her hands kelly looked confused for a minute 30 seconds and then immediately exited stage left you can see her mouth go go get security who is going to sit here and argue with fools not a not a rolling nose not today security 
you're right get them the fuck out of here nobody asked you to be here yeah they said this this goes out to all the animals that were murdered and tortured so kelly can wear fur one activist shouted uh kelly stands for a second with a hand over fist uh ella we wonder what she was thinking yeah i yeah it really be like these white people don't have nothing better to do nothing motherfucking better to do when black people die in the streets i do not see this goddamn anger i don't see y'all walking up in y'all congressman talking about black people done died y'all 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 these black people got faces they got names say her na- none of that get the fuck right. out of here get out of here right um yeah pretty much trash you got nothing else to do get out of here uh let's see what else has happened um oh instagram is cutting down on ads apparently celebrities do you know they do these sponsored posts and they'll use like hashtag sponsored so fucking and they do get paid for those like Mm -hmm. you know companies pay them to advertise their products Mm -hmm. um the ftc the government organization that regulates advertisement um just announced that it started a crackdown on instagram hashtag sponsored posts it sent 90 letters to various influencers and brands reminding them of the ftc guidelines for social media endorsements saying hashtag sp or thanks at brand doesn't cut it uh this is the first time the ftc has sent this kind of letter which is not an official warning but rather a sort of nudge nudge educational message reminding them of the rules the letters were sent in response to the advocacy group public citizen which had sent a petition to the ftc about celebrities athletes and models doing ambiguous ambiguously labeled instagram hashtag ads the ftc had not released the names of who got these letters and public citizen does not know who exactly received the letter either but some of the people mentioned specifically in the complaint for public citizen include bella thorne david beckham mark Wahlberg, scott dizzick jenny mccarthy chris pratt kendall jenner and Gigi hadid um yeah uh and and i mean it's weird because they really haven't figured out social media yet because social media is kind of the wild wild west Mm -hmm. people come up with ways all the way all the time you knew sooner celebrities and people were getting followings someone was going to figure a way out to monetize that stuff many of these social media platforms have wording that is like no advertising and shit but how are they going to really regulate that you're not going to delete kim kardashian's account with millions and millions of followers because she talked about some face cream you're just not gonna do it um uh and then and like some of these look so awkward this is mark Wahlberg holding some shoes at jumpman 23 so like nike will send you some shoes or something you take and that whole thing is like well just take a picture with it the shoes are free we'll give you some money it's just it's an ad you know and it's it's smart i'm not even gonna lie like it's smart yeah I mean, because no, normal people take pictures with shit, but they're not getting paid for it, though. Right. Uh, according to the FTC's announcement today, the letters reminded people what does not meeting their, what does not meeting their requirements for a clear disclosure, including, uh, though, these commonly used visual tricks that hide the disclosure. Putting the disclosure at the end of a long caption so that it's cut off and you have to click more to read the full thing. Most people won't ever click and see it. Hashtag using tons of <laughs> hashtag tons hashtag uh hashtag tag tag a bunch of hashtags 
but yeah uh hashtag uh using, that's all they about right hashtags using tons of hashtags and only saying ad last and the and these common uh tricks that are half-assed disclosures that simply aren't clear to the average person what the person either got paid or if it got a freebie only using hashtag sp instead of hashtag sponsor using just partner saying thanks at brand so thanks at nip and fab for these pads hashtag ad at cvs pharmacy at miss rotoral <laughs> at nip and fat hashtag nip and fat and, and that's uh emrata or whatever so yeah the fcc is careful to say that it doesn't have specific wording requirements if you use hashtag sp you're not going to jail immediately but let's say there's a good chance that this is not what the ftc considers a full transparent disclosure to your audience of a material connection between you and a brand the idea that that here is that a normal person should be able to immediately understand someone was paid that includes getting free shit to post i've been doing a column for buzzfeed where i investigate whether various celebrity and social media posts are ads or not and one thing that's clear is that even those of us who are pretty savvy about this kind of stuff are often truly confused about celebrity instagram posts yeah i can imagine you know that's that's weird too because sometimes i mean we're kind of celebrities to a certain extent and sometimes i don't even think like if uh like today i got my socks from loot crate that had the ages of shield uh hydra logo and the um shield logo on the socks and out before i went on instagram live and was like about to go ball on these niggas hell hydra and um i didn't even think about like oh yeah i guess somebody could view that as look at this advertisement or whatever so i don't know just something to think about i guess mm-hmm. and um, it's gonna be interesting because that's how funny when they come in and crack down a lot of shit is so they can find you and make money. So it's like they they gonna they gonna you wonder what is the wording gonna be, how they gonna filter it, you know? Because they don't show up unless it's some way to make money. Not trying to find any money off of it. Mm-hmm. Like I say, maybe it's just me, but I just assume a lot of people get get shit for free, which everybody else does. And mm-hmm. y'all didn't set no, they didn't really set any rules or regulations for. Hey, this is the makeup, my makeup brand. People do it all the time for their, their makeup brand, for their own personal lines. Right. So now I got to sponsor, uh, 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 sponsor my own personal lines. I can't just be like, look, this is some shit that I like and it's my shit. My own hair products, my own makeup, my own nail polish. Mm-hmm. Own Maybe, I don't wigs. know. I mean, cause like I said, yeah. when it comes to them, you don't know where they're going to draw their lines and what they're going to dig into. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't you know uh because sometimes people ain't always selling shit for the people yeah that's a good point um let's see what else um oh this is uh something i thought was obvious but maybe you guys don't know but if you've been eating at your desk your cube mates may be seething that's right guys people in your office might not like that you eat at your desk <laughs> go ahead i don't care that's the only thing i miss about working in the office is i used to like to bring in fish and just warm it up in the microwave and that's how you get stuck just leave it in there for a few minutes and just throw it in the trash no, I, I don't care. I used to be concerned. I give zero fucks if I feel like picking up something and coming in here, honey. I sit it down, eat it, sip my sip my Chick Fil A, and keep it pushing. I give zero fucks because you know what? When y'all come in there and plop your ass down, you don't ask me for none. Fuck you. I like to just go to other people's part of the office in a different department and go in their break room and just set the microwave to five minutes with some popcorn and just walk out and burn it. Yep. 
let's keep it keep it spiced up around here guys keep everybody on their toes yeah but apparently there's some things that bother some people according to uh this gallup poll because most adults are childish 67 percent of american office workers eat at their desk more than once a week it's a growing phenomenon in 1990 more than half of americans took at least 30 minutes away from their workstations at lunchtime a number that has declined considerably according to gallup um are you guilty of some of these behaviors chewing and lip smacking one of the pesky office baits was a former boss of mine one of his irksome habits eating with his mouth open yeah chewing with your mouth open i'm sure that pisses people off i don't have on headphones so i wouldn't have been able to tell anyway me either yeah sometimes i feel like people don't have headphones in their jobs just so they could be annoyed i'm like nigga yeah. you put some headphones on i don't want to talk to you about this either come on dog and that's what really made me mad when jobs try to ban headphones you like nigga studies since the 60s show that people are more or uh, they can get more shit done when they're not distracted and i tell me funny and and maybe this is my bias if you don't wear headphones at work i just assume you're fucking nosy i just assume you're nosy if you don't wear headphones you're just fucking nosy in my opinion yeah nah i don't understand that i think yeah it's sometimes i just feel like uh you just want to be in people's business right and you want to hear everything and eavesdrop on everybody's conversation and things like that like i said for 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 uh people that work in cubicles it could be something else because you know we're quote unquote all supposed to be adults but most people most grown adults are not adults when it comes to like the working environment yep i'm like i put like this as long as your shit not directly affecting me i just keep it pushing yep uh smelly food yeah now now that is understandable now who decides what's smelly though that's true too now you know like i like i remember <laughs> i remember choking family guy or american dad they talked about like oh yeah it's like the dude that always warms up foreign food in the microwave and i'm like i wonder if like if i worked in india and i warmed up a cheeseburger in the microwave they'd be like what the fuck is that who is cooking cheeseburgers in here you know we don't eat that bullshit you know what i'm saying like i wonder you know if there's like a place on earth where they're like lasagna oh put some fish back in the microwave this is terrible i I think i'm gonna throw up i think i'm gonna throw up pizza and it might be a a a cultural thing you know particularly here in america you know because you got the americans not trying to find it when you start uh, talking about them quote unquote you know how how it's very racist a lot of white folks talk about them other people food you know indian and asian type of foods and shit like that you know they get the acting motherfucking fool up in there about the smells Mm-hmm. um hygiene slurping and other noises you know rattling paper bags bringing chips slurping on your drink chewing ice that kind of stuff yeah and also it's one of the things too and like you said beginning of the article for a lot of jobs it's so much shit to do a lot of times they underpaying overworked people there are a lot of people who actually don't take breaks like they should like they don't take their 15s they don't take their 30s they don't take their i like i actually leave my desk for my hour i don't sit at my desk i'm on break i'm on break don't ask me about shit don't bother me i actually physically get up and leave but everybody don't do that some people actually take their breaks at, and they actually they lunch at their desk yeah um plus i mean people's desks get nasty and stuff they don't clean off their desk after they eat you know you eat all these meals at your desk and you just wipe it off with a napkin or some shit but you gotta deep clean some of this stuff man keyboard be looking like bacteria city and shit 
uh that's got 400 times more bacteria than toilet seats um which is gross uh breadcrumbs scattered all over files sticky keyboards yuck it can attract bugs i remember yes, i saw a dude that had ants at his desk one time it freaked me the fuck out it's like what have you been doing to make ants come to your desk dog right we're on the fucking fifth floor how the fuck they find you dog mm-hmm. uh kitchen craziness cover your food when you heat it up yeah that's worse when people have no respect for public and shared microwaves that and shit, shit explodes mm-hmm. you open up the microwave it's just fucking pizza sauce everywhere <laughs> you're like who <laughs> who boiled soup in the microwave don't you know that this is not a good look not at all um <laughs> but it's true people do that shit uh it's public so they don't people a lot of people don't give a fuck about shit that's publicly shared yep well, i just thought that was an interesting little list to uh to run through um all right let's see what else is happening uh men are committing sexual assault by stealthing okay so i had never heard of this before you mean like like the stealth in the movies where you go um clear undercover no it's not that uh there's a new study that explores the phenomenon of stealthing which is a practice of non-consensually removing a condom during sex uh given a name to an act many people have experienced as extremely violating but may not have had the words to articulate or explain the study argues that stealthing is an act of gender-based violence and likely violates several civil and criminal laws uh the study yes Karen. so you rape her because right that's see that's the thing right people have been her. she pe- said yes which is fine but she said yes with the motherfucking condom now if a condom breaks or something like that not trying to find that's a whole nother story but if you remove it and she doesn't know because most of these i'm probably sure men do it to men but let's keep it real most times men doing it to motherfucking women it's goddamn rape she did not consent to being having sex raw if she did cool but if she didn't know no you can't change the terms because you fucking felt like it yeah um it's right i don't even know how that's a debate uh but well i know how it's a debate men don't want to cede any ground to the shit and many men participate in this yes, they uh do. there's like online communities built around it there's people reddit make, threads and shit like that and they don't find nothing wrong with it yeah the study by alexander brodsky uh from the columbia jordan uh, journal of gender and law is an important addition to the literature and conversation about how we define sexual assault sexual violence and rape both colloquially and legally she interviewed survivors of stealthing while also researching the online communities and spaces that advocate for the practice that advocate for the practice commute online communities and spaces that advocate for the practice this is a very important distinction that i'm making right now because it's going to come back up in a second unsurprisingly these communities consist of men both gay and straight who believe that they have a right to spread their seed and who root their support for stealthing in the ideology of male supremacy in which violence is a man's natural right broski told the huffington post here's why that's important because right now there are men listening to this there were a couple of them on my facebook page i had to fucking warn um and they're thinking but what about when women poke holes in condoms and stuff like that one why did you try to turn it and make the focus about men and when i put something up that says yo these cops shot an unarmed black man y'all don't come through my threads and be like well what about when black people shoot the cops y'all never say that shit why because you realize how insensitive and stupid that is two it's not the topic and it's not the same it's not the fucking same okay um so already you got that problem 
um two you also want to make this false ultimatum or this like we have to talk about both these issues at the same time as if they're both equally important no the fuck they aren't one happens a lot less than the other um and one is you know and, and the other thing is one of it in the power structure is men who are this 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 uh uh this non-oppressed non-marginalized group doing this shit to an oppressed marginalized group so you're dealing with women who often have their issues of uh of uh, uh, uh like birth and for like challenge you have issues of abortion challenge issues of consent challenge uh you know the idea that most most women are going to be the people who are victimized in, in sexual assaults right. and stuff like that so this isn't about trying to assert that there's no men that ever have problems we ain't talking about your ass right now and you will deal it will be okay you know when we talk about sexual assault there's always that person that has to be like well so you know men get sexual assaulted too we're not saying they don't no one no one's we you just want to derail the present conversation you don't want to have that conversation Mm-mm. you want to skip to the point where can we get back to talking about men because we don't talk about men enough in this country men just don't have a platform enough guys same thing with uh fucking um with uh violence some dude emailed me last week when we talked about the violence against women i didn't even dignify by responding on the show because honestly it felt like a loaded question i know he says we emailed back and forth he said it wasn't but it felt like a loaded question to me because he asked basically well how you feel about women hitting men well i guess that's okay then what shit just beat i mean hey you gotta beat a man just beat his ass i don't give a fuck what he did i don't care if he's innocent he ain't got your food ready like why would you think i would be okay with anyone having non-consensual violence in their household between in a especially in a romantic relationship or partnership like it but it's just that idea of can we switch the topic to men that's really all it's about no we can't when that article comes up we'll read that fucking article but for this one i would like to stick to the fucking topic at hand because even when it comes to that shit where oh women poke holes and condoms and shit which is a phenomenon that while i'm certain some people have done it i can never be sure how much that's real you all you know um most don't because most women don't want them problems well not just that but like some like there's also an impetus for men to there's a incentive for men to actually lie in that case there is an incentive for men to lie many cases to be like i don't want to take care of a kid you know i knew a story of a dude that told my dad that uh yeah i had sex with this woman and then she took a straw stuck it up her her, stuck it from her mouth into her vagina pushed the sperm out and my dad was like so that's why i can't pay you in a check because you can't have a bank account because you've been dodging child support for 16 years or whatever the fuck like what that's all you need like honestly i your side story and like it just don't sound it ain't adding up bro it ain't adding up but um yeah it's that type of um shit that i find to be ridiculous and very frustrating man two dudes at least two dudes came through if not three came through and tried to turn it into a but what about this fuck that talk about that on a different time this ain't your time this isn't your shine this isn't your spotlight god i hate that shit man because like i said we definitely get frustrated when white people do that shit when white people do that shit when we talk about some black shit like yo uh did you see this hate crime and they well you know sometimes black people do hate crimes with white people every last one of us be looking at them like if you don't get the fuck 
i mean are y'all okay when a white when a black person hits somebody because they're white well no normally but you about to experience it if you don't get the fuck out of here you know what i mean so so yeah it, it was very disrespectful and stupid and predictably bad and male fragility was all over the place um just you gotta stop being so fucking sensitive and trying to put yourself in the fucking middle and the center of every story some shit just ain't for us and sometimes it's time to listen and sometimes it's just time to be like oh this is a problem i'm not standing in your way and i don't want to do tit for tat like what about this okay we can talk about the other thing when it comes up that 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 that's a fair bet um but if if you only bring that shit up in response to the fact that we're talking about something that makes you uncomfortable right you are part of the fucking problem and you sound like one of these people that does this shit and and even the fact to be callously academic in the face of a very i'm sure a terrifying idea and terrifying thing um yeah it's it's fucked up and sick um yeah and then you gonna get mad when she be like well nigga are you a fucking rapist why are you defending this because you're defending the bullshit right right it's that thing it's i'm not defending it but you are derailing the conversation which isn't fruitful either no it's like we can't have this conversation till we have this other one what about the men that are falsely accused of rape like those people where you're like well that's a very small percentage but there's a very real problem of women being raped i'm not saying though it's okay for these guys i don't want anybody to go to jail for a rape they didn't commit but at the same time you're saying this so that the ultimate conclusion will be that's why we need to stop believing women you don't want to have you don't have the balls to come out and say that shit so you couch it in this like yeah but what about i knew a guy that you know we you couch it in everything but the fucking topic at hand learn how to have a discussion where you discuss the topic at hand bring up your shit on your own time anyway um for survivors of stealthing they may experience many of the same traumatic effects that other survivors of sexual violence do but because stealthing is not clearly defined as sexual assault they may feel confused as to why they're feeling that way not having the language to explain what happened can also make it harder to seek support for the trauma Mm -hmm. um keep in mind when you're talking about condoms being removed you're dealing with pregnancies you're dealing with stds people could be playing with your motherfucking life right and you know if they do it to you you ain't special they probably try to do it to everybody like this isn't about um and the fact that they the mentality behind it is is the dangerous part it's i am entitled to your body despite the fact that you agree to consensual protected sex i as a man am entitled to quote unquote spread my seed and you have to deal with it it's it's, it's fucking sick um wikileaks julian assange this is what he's accused of He's accused by multiple women of tampering with or non-consensually removing a condom during sex. Um, that dude won't come back to the United States, Mr. Transparency, Mr. Your government uh, is doing you dirty. Uh, nigga can't come back. Uh, the UK officials determined that there was probable cause for him to be extradited to Sweden to face rape charges. On top of the shame, confusion, and trauma that survivors of stealthing must deal with, they also face all the potential consequences of unprotected sex like pregnancy and STIs one survivor in the study called the act of stealthing rape adjacent adding to the feelings of of shame and confusion can be the fact that the offense was perpetrated by someone the person had begun having consensual sex with so the violation occurs in the situation where there's some level of trust that has been established 
and abused this is consistent with the statistics regarding rape in general the majority of rape seven and ten according to r-a-i-n-n are perpetrated by someone known to the survivor in the sexual and domestic violence fields advocates already have a name for this type of violence reproductive coercion the american congress of obstetrician and gynecologists define reproductive coercion as a behavior that includes explicit attempts to impregnate a partner against her will control outcomes of pregnancy coerce a problem a partner to have unprotected sex and interfere with contraceptive methods this kind of violence often happens within abusive relationships and is another way that abusive partners attempt to gain control over their partners the challenge with this kind of sexual violence however is how difficult it can be to prosecute this is another reason i don't want to hear men try to come in and change the fucking conversation because what we're talking about already has to be damn near impossible to 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 go to court and get and prove your you were right and 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 who knows what kind of slap on the wrist punishment they're giving out for this shit who knows you know like that that's the thing how do you prove somebody like it's your word against theirs in many cases they can lie oh condom broke people don't keep that kind of evidence and shit like it's it's so much shit to it man um like how do you you would have to prove you would probably have to catch them red-handed saying something recorded or in electronic uh like texting or or some type of communication to get a court of law to actually consider the fact that this person did this on purpose Mm -hmm. you know um it's just yeah it's fucked up man i I don't even know how you can uh how you can prostitute it the the element of yeah uh, he says the majority of rapes aren't prosecuted uh for many of the same reasons uh the element of he said she said makes the burden of proof impossibly high in many cases but also because there's no clear legal statute that addresses the act of stealth condom removal for the record this is the part that's, that i'm just gonna cut off at the past it's gonna uh i hate to be right type of thing if and when laws are passed specifically against this what you will have is a backlash of a lot of people who didn't say shit a lot of men who didn't have who didn't say anything about how fucking disgusting this was who didn't feel for these women that were victimized by this that will suddenly say y'all trying to throw men in jail what i can't even have sex so if a condom break y'all gonna send me to prison you will suddenly have a bunch of vocal cowardly fucking dudes who didn't say a goddamn thing about this disgusting tactic the fact that these motherfuckers have online communities the fact that these dudes are already grouping up and this is malicious intentional sexual assault you will not have dudes say anything about that but the second that somebody says well you know what they just passed a law in virginia that says if you do this shit you're going to jail all of a sudden it's gonna be these fucking women want to lock everybody up well then don't have sex then well then i mean what if i just forget so i forget the condom and then oh so we get halfway through and you like you're gonna get all of that shit all of that shit you know every dude's gonna have that time that he that the condom broke story and be like i could have went to jail like that's what this law is about that's that's what it's gonna turn into watch i I would laugh but i'm not even being funny i'm fucking serious i know you are that's exactly what's gonna happen it's the same way if they pass a law on street harassment niggas all of a sudden that that didn't have a fucking word to say when women were like i'm scared this is dangerous all of a sudden y'all trying to send me to jail so i can't even say hi i can't i'm a nice guy Mm -mm. why you gotta assume i'm saying something just don't say hi then but then don't be rude like it's gonna be those niggas that come out of nowhere that didn't say shit all this time so 
yeah man stop trying to change the fucking subject listen understand the difference because oftentimes um you know uh and then i was gonna be blaming the victim oh you couldn't tell there's gonna be that shit it's like if i say no and you do something and then go oh you couldn't tell obviously not motherfucker i said no you know what i mean like it's so so ridiculous um but yeah they think a new statute could be the best course of action this would not only help survivors pursue criminal charges if they choose to but the clear language can help people understand what happened to them and hopefully receive support in the aftermath of the violation one of my goals with the article and in proposing a new statute is to provide a vocabulary create ways for people to talk about what is really a common experience that is just too often dismissed as just bad sex instead of violence but yeah it's gonna be interesting because like i said that as soon as i put it up and it's my page so it's not like most of these other motherfuckers there were men that tried to find a way to center themselves in the conversation you know so question what did they say when you start talking to them be like "Uh -uh, oh they didn't they deleted it they apologized i didn't mean to derail it that's not what i was trying to do with the women though right no they didn't argue with the women they just i posted this link essentially to the same article and it was so what will we call it when a woman poke a hole in a condom i mean is that not sexual assault or rape i mean i'm just interested in what that would be why are you interested in that in this conversation i just want to know because like i said when um someone says uh yeah two gay dudes got beat up at a bar because they were gay and they got called uh, uh homophobic slurs and uh it's a hate crime you don't roll through and say well i'm just interesting because a gay dude if a gay dude beat me up i mean uh, you know i'm a counselor i do these things for a living academically if a gay dude beat me up would i you you would be fucking you would look so stupid you would never do that but when it comes to women's issues men are just very comfortable speaking over and just taking over the issue and being like this is my issue now what about me what about me i don't care about you whatever i mean y'all do it too even if that was the case that's still bad right it's not right (laughs) right what do you think you think that's a that's the thing it's just like the dude that's in the email about the violence against women thing it's like i'm not trying to i really don't like you know i was very patient i tried not i didn't call him any names but in my mind i'm like what do you think my answer would be right do you think i'm that kind of person that's like well you know what it's different when a woman beat up a man you know that's fine if a man is being abused in a relationship hey tough shit bro like no that's i don't think anybody should be abused surprise surprise guys i'm not on the abuse is okay bandwagon at any point in time any point you know i'm not on the uh if if a woman's poking holes in people's condoms and shit that also would be bad it's interesting they don't form online communities about it isn't it though Mm. it's interesting they don't have a pathology to it where they sit around and go ain't no reddit pages out there is it right it's it's interesting that they don't do that also it let's keep it 100 okay so the reason that men want to take off a condom is that they feel ownership and entitlement to women's bodies right one for the feeling of raw sex oh that's the bit raw you know like that's the number one they want to feel a certain way two they then say well this is so because i have a right to flare my seed this is my it's my right to put my seed in your body that is what i can do and it's and you got to deal with it if we are keeping it all the way funky when it comes to trying to get pregnant such as not taking your birth control or poking a hole in a condom women have been dealing with certain amounts of subjugation and oppression and uh unfairness that in that case 
the idea is i would be either a trying to make money off of having someone's child right the the child support or whatever or i'm trying to keep this person in my life via the fact that i am going to get pregnant it's so so either like it's like we put women in a certain position where they would have to do something desperate as i'm not saying individually but just generally we put women in a position where they have to do desperate shit and then we're like you desperate bitch you know it's like it's like dudes that get mad at women for looking attractive you know she get more likes on her jokes on facebook because she's a woman and she looks good and dudes want to fuck her well then aren't you shouldn't you be mad at the dudes what are you mad at her for they liking shit because they want to fuck her isn't that her isn't that they fault you mad at women you walking around mad at women all goddamn day like that's the difference so yeah it like and and for the record i'm not even saying that it well this is okay and the other one's not i'm just saying if you really wanted to get into why people view one as less egregious than the other that's why i personally think all of it's fucked up but in general if there was going to be a lesser of two evils you're probably going to end up with uh the idea of a woman uh getting pregnant because she's gonna end up being a mother to that child and uh, it's probably to have some type of attachment to either you or the money for that baby to a compared to a dude that i got her pregnant now i'm out or a dude that's in a i'm already abusing this woman so i'm gonna make her get pregnant so she can't go nowhere like it's all fucked up but yeah the power you can't take away the power dynamics of this discussion just so you can be like uh they do it too if that's all that it matters to you that's the most important thing then you're saying that so you can be dismissive Mm -hmm. you just want to get to a point where you can be like both sides and then walk the fuck away (sighs) disgusting um all right let's get into uh let's get into some other things i didn't think i was gonna get that riled up but (laughs) here we are i just i couldn't believe like people on my page were saying that shit like i know right your page i'm like shit niggas i don't know better yeah i try to keep ashy motherfuckers the fuck away from me and they tried to be nice about it i'm like i don't not even on no nice guy Mm -hmm. shit just stop Mm -hmm. think before you say something right think all right uh play some guests uh i mean some uh fucking with black people just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we score them in intervals of 25 from 0 to 100 today's uh contestants a lot of people mm-hmm. all right shea moisture is in the building they put out a hot fire ad, Karen. <laughs> I seen it when I got off work. You saw it? When I got off work, but you can play it in the chat room for people that hadn't. All right, I will try. I just think I, let me put it in there. I look like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. All I know I came home and they was trending on everything. I was like, ooh, what did they do? Yeah, I just seen the naturalistas and all the uh, sisters on my timeline was livid. And I said, I don't know what's happening i didn't know either uh, all i know was, was a fuck you hashtag shea moisture listen let me tell you something about being a man okay guys i don't know much about the politics of black women's hair i don't know enough about the history of certain products and brands and 
their fuck ups and their not fuck ups. It's it, just do it again. It popped. Oh, it didn't. Up. It, it didn't work. Popped okay. up and went back. Oh, okay. All right. Let me see. Give me one second, guys. Uh, but yeah, I don't know enough about it to um, solidly have an opinion. Uh, what I do know is I'm always welcome to shut the fuck up. So since I ain't know, I ain't have nothing to say. Um, I have to refresh. It's freezing on me. Give me a second, guys. No problem. Uh, I hate when it does that. Of course. Mm-mm-mm. But uh, yeah, I knew enough to know to shut the fuck up. You know, I was just sitting up there like, yeah, I don't have to have an opinion on this, so uh, I'm gonna leave it at that. You know, <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, they were full fledged, man. I mean, it, it was literally. I got off work and logged in, and all I seen was anger. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, sometimes people are mad when I'm not mad, and the reason isn't that I'm such a better person than them. It's just that I don't know what it is they're mad about, correct? And I can't relate to it, so I just step back and say, okay, I don't know, and I don't have to have an opinion. I don't have to have a hot take. I don't have to come in and try to talk over people i don't know as opposed to a lot of brothers who see this and get the calling card to come from under the bridge and start trolling um black women uh let me see is it showing yet yes all right i'm gonna see if i can play i'm trying to blow it up make it big uh but yeah you know i saw a lot of brothers jumping in front of the line of fire people like throw stuff in my hair and then i'd just be walking and there'd be like little paper balls in my hair i hated it because it's like oh i have this and people make fun of me for it so that's, that's like a light-skinned natural hair black woman mm-hmm. um uh okay giving her story about her hair yeah, and gorgeous. it says fact hair hate is real it is all right And it's just it was lots of days staring in the mirror like, I don't know what to do with it. I just didn't feel like I was supposed to be a redhead. I dyed my hair blonde for seven years of my life. Platinum blonde. I didn't really embrace So that appeared to be a white woman talking about dyeing her hair blonde because she's a redhead. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. This is my natural hair. But then, you know, as I got older, I learned how to do it and I learned how to love it. <laughs> Says break free from hair hate with a million ways to love your hair instead. Shea moisture, holy grail right here. It just gives us all the results that we need. It's kind of that go-to product. I think a good hair day is the best kind of day. I feel like I have conquered the world. I love my hair. I love the volume. I love the curl. I love the texture. I love everything about it. Everything about it. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody, everybody gets love. So suddenly it was uh what appeared to be three out of the four windows were white women and then that one sister that the light skinned curly hair sister that started it. Um which is interesting because the logo on the way out is a bunch of brown women. <laughs> on the way out, like you know at the end of YouTube videos it'll be like, here's our logo. It's like the products, a bunch of brown women and the products. Oh, and a dude. Blind dude. Um, so then it says basically go to Target and get it. Um, so, um, I'll just ask you, Karen, as a black woman, because I don't know enough about this. How did, how did you feel and what were, what do you think was the, the problem with the ad for a lot of people? 
Oh, it's a lot of things, but the problem with the ad itself mm-hmm. is that they're known for products for black women. Black women have been supporting that product for years. So much that it's like a pejorative amongst people that don't like black women or that try to be funny. They're like, oh, Shea Butter Twitter and Shea Twitter was saying this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also the problem is too, and I've realized this about their products too, they changed their formula. Mm. And the thing about black women's hair, when you change formulas, people are like, hey, my hair isn't responding the same. So not only did you change your formula, you change your formula and then you do this fuck as commercial and you don't really include any dark skinned brown people. Mm. And your commercial is like a fucking Pantene commercial. Mm. And it's one of these things where, okay, and, and the thing is, if you want to quote unquote strike out and start a new brand, a new line, that's fine. Start a new line. Right. No, and I think nobody had a problem if you would have been like, hey, this is our new line. And you could have did this. Not trying to find it. In my opinion, you could have did the same commercial and be like, hey, y'all, we're starting a new line. But for the fact that you're pumping it and you're promoting it the same, and for a lot of women who actually heavily use this product, and I've seen it and I've experienced myself, you, 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 you've changed it. Mm-hmm. And, and the same thing, some people talking about Carol's daughters, same thing, they changed some of their they're out of business now too right carol's daughter from they only i think they're only online now or something Mm -hmm. like that i I, yeah because they they're not the same they changed their formula and for for particularly and particularly with people with curlier hair like your your four c's and your Mm -hmm. three c's hair people that fall on a very almost curlier and kinkier side Mm-hmm. A lot of them use this product, and this product is very helpful. It was it was a way for you to get a hold of a product that you didn't have to spend an arm and a leg for. You know, you didn't have to know somebody and know somebody type of thing. And you didn't have to go to the Asian store, that the Vietnamese store, Korean store that may treat you like shit. Right, and a lot of uh, black women want to support black things. That's that's the thing. A lot of black women want to support black things. I, right. Like I said, I have a lot. Very, so I'm, my mind might be all over the place about this because there's a variation of things that I mm-hmm. want to talk about. Um, it was a lot of black women who don't use the product, which is fine. But I, I seen a lot of women who don't use the product who was like, "Well, I don't use the product, but I feel bad for the women that use the product." Though right. I used to use the product and you know i because they changed their formula those women are fine but it was a lot of women who don't use the product never use the product and act like these women was pointless for these women getting mad over the product in the first place right i have a problem with that uh because uh both carol's daughters and shea moisturizer when they first start started you know black owned and all that stuff and i think both of them uh, i know for a fact that shea moisturizer actually like an investment firm kind of bought them kind of thing so it's no longer black owned Mm -hmm. but you still pushed and you still promoted your product your product is overall known and i'm trying to find it as a black product i don't know you know i've never went to a white place i didn't date i didn't last time vita sassoon i did y'all i I don't y'all not pushing it you know the same Mm -hmm. you know so you have a product that's actually not targeted for them as far, as far as how they've been pushed and promoted, all of a sudden you're trying to target this audience. Right. I don't have a problem with you targeting this audience, but it's a proper way to target this audience. 
um the way you did it you, it was it was really fucked up like i said you look like any generic white like i said your your pantines your perk pluses your short it's like you look just like those commercials mm-hmm. and and my thing is that you try to cover it up by putting a light-skinned black woman on it and i and i have no problem with that light-skinned black woman being there but the problem is that she was a light-skinned black woman she didn't have any and she wasn't dark and the dark people you put at the very very end of your commercial you should have had more color and then on top of that in my opinion like I said, and because of my ignorance on a lot of things, I didn't know white women used the products. I'm just going to tell you that for real. I didn't know that, that this was popping in the white community. Yeah, a lot of people said that. And they also said, like, why would they use it? Because it will mat their hair down, possibly. Right. Like, the products just aren't designed for white hair, which no. is maybe why they changed their formula or something. They I- are selling it in Target now but um you know just this kind of throwing black women under the bus to like switch off uh you know very common i think in general for people that oh we want a new level of access um and so uh some people started framing it as hate hating on shea butter like oh y'all hate don't shea moisture because they trying to uh diversify and reach out and make more money see this is why black pe- businesses can't never do nothing because black people hold them back and shit like that and people are like we don't have a problem with them selling their products but if at the expense of the black people you already have it, it feels inauthentic and fucked up right and 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 that's where that's where the problem comes out because you have a lot of deaf tone people in your market tone deaf tone, oh, yes. deaf, tone, tone <laughs> deaf people in your group because this this commercial had to pass uh, get approved several times there's a lot of people that laid their eyes on this commercial for it to be approved Right. A lot of people seen this. A lot of people. Commercials just don't pop up out of nowhere. So many people seen this, and nobody at one period of time was like, nah, dog. Yeah. And people didn't have problem with the white women being in it. It's just for the fact that they were the focus, which was the problem. Well, also, I mean, it, it did come off very all hair matters. It right. Did come off, I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't think I can completely understand because it's just, I think I would need to have understood the history of the product because people were telling me they fucked up before in the past and they've apologized before and it's like man y'all just need to do better um also sometimes i think uh it's difficult for black businesses to reconcile with the fact that our business is going to be a black business and it's gonna do as well as black people feel about it and it's gonna do as well as black people spend about it um i think in a in a industry and in a time where you look at other companies and you watch what they can do because whiteness is very much uh you know it's so big where it's like oh man it's not fair that we cater to a very specific community and we're so good at it we make so much money but we'll never get the recognition we'll never get the money they get while they're just being mediocre um i completely understand but that's your lot in life and like we said yesterday it's so fucking ironic literally yesterday we were like if you fucking mess up with black women and you do anything black it's going to come back to haunt you you will not be able to deal with your community because black women are the name people that support this kind of shit and black hair nigga you know that's black women they also fucked up on social media come on because uh Tariq Nasheed, um, who's a well-known uh, misogynist and black woman hater, went on his podcast, or went on a rant on his Twitter account 
essentially demeaning black people and saying y'all make black y'all want black business not to grow and all this shit and so in shay's uh social media account rep i don't know who it is must be somebody that's not very familiar with black twitter or twitter in general Mm -mm, they thanked him on twitter and Mm -hmm. like retweeted him uh because he was being very defensive of him but they didn't realize that ultimately he's only being defensive of them so he can take a shot at the black women that are their customers so it was just very tone deaf it made it way worse right it's almost like they didn't know their market you know and i tell and i that's what happened when it's a difference between when you own something and you have fucking investment group investment groups give zero fucks about anything other than profit let's just keep that real when somebody comes in (coughs) and says here's some money produce a return on my investment they don't care anything about anything else right um and and that's the problem too it's a disconnect um and And even trying to equate white women's like uh, i had red hair guys and i dyed it blonde even equating that with literally the texture of a black woman's hair is so fucking stupid even the idea of what black women go through with their hair and the beauty standards of america and how they're eurocentric to then equate that to white women that just have i have blonde hair guys and it just was not working for me and you're like who gives a fuck like that's not that's not the brand for this product right. what are you doing don't know that to the part plus commercial and call it a fucking day and that's it's like how <laughs> silly it's like how silly no offense but how silly would bevel look if all of a sudden bevel just started having ads for white dudes it's like well you know what i have of course curly white hair and uh sensitive white skin and there's just not enough products out there on the line for me so i have to use so i'm going to start using bevel like you everybody would be like white man we don't believe you you know what i mean i just had the hardest time fitting in with my beard and it wasn't until i used bevel we'd be like really white man none of the products on the market was was good enough for you nothing was white enough for you dog for real you know it's that thing and and if and even worse there might be people like that if you do an ad catering to those people when you built yourself as the black brand people are gonna be like what the fuck are you doing and i guess my problem why can't you extend over to whiteness without erasing blackness and that's always a problem anytime anything black a lot of times expands over to whiteness it a lot of times people consciously or unconsciously always want to erase blackness and i don't comprehend that why can't you just be across the board you know and that becomes a problem because and there's several things here when you have people like Pantene who realize that black women are honestly black women, we buy stuff for our hair. Right. I'm like literally black women spend billions of dollars a year in fucking hair products. Just black women. It's not including white women. And so when you have people who don't know anything about hair, like, like, like Pantene, let's just keep this real. Pantene quote unquote got a, black line that shit will dry your hair the fuck out right but people would buy it because they go oh, oh it's a black line i try to it dries because it's not made for my fucking texture of hair you want to make money off us but you don't know how to make shit for our hair right but yet we got shit for us and you want to come over here and take that away and not and on top of that let's let's get real about it let's talk about the fucking years and decades of going to the goddamn grocery store Mm-hmm. and you see hundreds of selections of white people shit when it comes to hair and what do you get two 
fucking products of black shit some right. um some blue magic right and some pink oil moisturizer that's what the fuck you gonna get in the black section you know you may get an optimum or something like that but you're not gonna have a lot of choices and a lot of selections and black women been having to deal with this for years it's like black men have been having to deal with it when it comes to, 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 to um, shaving products and shit like that it's a problem mm-hmm. and it's very irritating when we have shit and we love shit and we support shit and and I will always go back to this black women are tired of people shitting on them but we your fan base right you push you promote you want our money but you don't want our opinion you don't want to you, you you don't want us telling you you're wrong and you don't want us calling you out but you want our money and that becomes a problem also something else that became a problem i'm and and and, and, and in this situation it came frustrating quit telling black women to make their own fucking product everybody don't want to make their own goddamn product some people right. just want to take their money and purchase some shit they don't they do not want to make might their not own product might not have right. a time might not have an inclination i gotta learn so so because this brand fucked up i gotta stop supporting any brands i gotta stop spending my money anywhere i mean i use oil and handmade stuff for my um for my beer and they're a great company and they do good good work um but if like they fucked up somehow i wouldn't just be like well i guess i'm gonna go out and start fucking planting trees so i can <laughs> so i can do my beard i'm gonna and, be like i'm gonna i'm gonna go find something else and, and, it's, and, 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 and in this instance it's, it's stupid because a lot of times when when people tell people to build their own you know what they're fucking people out there building their own and shout out to all the black women mm-hmm. that started going on social media it was like hey i got product i got like 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 it was a lot of black women that was had had they for sale signs up and that's one thing about black women black women be going getting entrepreneur somebody sitting that scene shameless rising was fucking up and that was like, hey, hey, I know y'all out here looking for some shit. I got some shit for our head. So shout out to the sister that was like, hey, y'all on some fuck them? I got some shit for you. So it was a lot of people waiting around to 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 to, to consume them up because that's the thing. It's so many options now. So it's it's very frustrating. Like I said before, when everybody don't have the time, they don't have the money, they might not be motivated. Everybody can't build their own. People do not talk about how what building your own takes. Building your own takes a fucking lot, people. It's real easy to tell people to build their own shit when you ain't doing shit. Nor are you in the spot where you where you're filling that void that needs to be filled. You're just saying build your own because it fucking sounds good. Right. Build your own social media platform if you don't like people complaining. Uh, New Orleans. Oh wait, zero to hundred. Oh, that oh, they they get a one hundred. And okay. um, before we move on, okay. I'm I like I said, I understand why they was mad. And back to some of the things we said before, um, and we touched on some of these things. When black women be mad, just let them be mad. I, I do not know what's so complex about it, what's so complicated about it, and what's so hard about when you see black women trending on social media, regardless of whatever the fucking platform is just let them be mad it's okay to let them be mad let them be angry let them be frustrated let them go at people let them drag people you j- just allow them to do it did nobody ask for your fuck ass opinion did nobody ask for we gotta hit two sides did did nobody ask for you to insert penis here button that you apparently seen that you felt like you got to come in and tell me how to feel and what to do and all this shit i, I don't care about your crocodile tears i don't care about if i hurt your feelings i don't care because a lot of times I was talking about some shit. You come over and then I say, fuck you, n- 
nigga i'm the problem no didn't nobody ask you to be here yeah i'm you know the 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 thing that i thought was interesting is uh i remember when i saw this earlier today going i i knew enough to know i didn't know enough and i was like i don't have anything to contribute you know what i mean i don't know the particular inner workings of the idea like you need to know but i saw so many dudes that couldn't wait to say something if even if it was basically to tell black women shut up right like just but you could have said nothing because because it was obvious as because they would bring up questions that black women would answer and the answers would be like well clearly these black women know it because they've been dealing with it and you don't know it because you just you just saw this for the first time today when black people are always getting mad about some bullshit and then just went in sans any you know any yeah it's just ridiculous i've seen black i've seen dudes get mad about someone saying something stupid in a press conference uh at a sports sports game or a sporting event or somebody going to a different team or somebody um not not getting a recruit you want to do go to your favorite college i've seen people go off about some stupid shit like that and 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 nobody comes in and bothers them and chastises them why you care oh you always mad about some bullshit like they leave them alone they're able they're seen as validly angry or whatever their emotions are about it and people leave them alone like sisters don't just start trolling them and and they got sisters that follow them sisters don't spend all day trying to tell them how they how much they don't care about that bullshit so yeah it's really frustrating uh it really feels um yeah, it feels purposeful in my opinion it, it it does and and i think um for me personally um and and i guess just being a black woman is just very frustrating when we party the ash comes when we're mad the ash comes mm-hmm. if we're sad about something the ash comes the only time the ash don't come and sometimes it does come is when we're fighting for black men and sometimes the ash comes and tell us we ain't doing enough right that's true and <clears throat> as a black woman i'm fucking sick and tired of it you i know? didn't know the shade and shea moisture was really shea b that's the part that, that surprised me <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that dude um so 100 for me as well okay just a supportive 100 because i like i said man i don't know this you know what i mean like i love my black women and everything but i i can't i'm not a black woman i don't know everything i'm not as uh i don't have a visceral reaction sometimes of shit because i don't know enough to have it all i do is listen and try to learn and be like so that's what that's about but yeah i you know um it's it's, it's a lot and sometimes not trying funny most dudes don't know what the fuck they women using their hair anyway i'll look aside most dudes get shea moisturizer y'all some of you the niggas had to google it. what the fuck is this what the fuck is a carol's daughter like you had to google the shit yeah. that the woman was complaining about because you didn't have no idea what it was yeah i just like i said i don't understand i don't know i i can only imagine it would be like if uh that was some hip-hop clothing brand that was supposedly a very black thing and then white people just started doing it and and the ad for the brand showed a bunch of white people doing it like for example if uh those african medallions were like a brand if like if, if all of a sudden they had an ad where black people was wearing african medallions i would be like what the fuck is this ad like why are y'all selling to them that's that's the most i can approximate what it must feel like because i've seen people hot you know what i mean and i was like "Ooh, they hot i don't even know what happened 
somebody fucked up i don't even have nothing to say about it uh you know i like y'all got it um new orleans is going to take down a prominent confederate monument new orleans removed the first of four prominent confederate monuments under the cover of darkness early monday the latest southern city to sever itself from symbols viewed by many as a representation of racism and white supremacy truckers arrived around 1:25 a.m to begin removing the liberty monument which commemorates whites who tried to topple a biracial post-civil war government in new orleans liberty monument isn't that the opposite of liberty <laughs> liberty for us <laughs> i don't know what you niggers think you're doing with it the workers started early early in an attempt to avoid the disruption from supporters who want the monuments to stay some have even made death threats according to officials now why the fuck do they care that much what are you really fighting against new orleans mayor mitch landrieu uh said the liberty monument was the most offensive of the four set to be taken down he added it was erected to revere white supremacy if there was ever a statue that needed to be taken down is that when he said workers who were inspecting the statue ahead of its removal could be seen wearing flak jackets and helmets they expected to be shot at y'all police officers watched the area from atop mm-hmm. the parking garage of a nearby hotel three other statues uh to confederate generals robert e lee pgt beauregard and confederate states of america president jefferson davis will be removed in later days now that legal challenges have been overcome there's a better way to use the property these monuments are on and a way that better reflects who we are said line drew new orleans is a majority african-american city although the number of black residents has fallen since 2005's hurricane katrina drove many people from the city the majority black city council in 2015 voted six to one to approve plans to take the statues down but legal battles over the fate have prevented the removal until now said landrew who proposed the monuments removal and rode to victory twice with overwhelming support for the city from the city's black residents come through black people that's why i talk about when i say vote in your local shit okay this president shit it sucks it might not always work out but motherfucking uh your local shit man go vote in your local shit so y'all can get some power and some people that care about you in the local district man because that that's a hell of a accomplishment because i know that's a battle they fought white people don't ever want to give up white supremacy without a fight it doesn't matter and they'll couch it in everything but the fucking truth which is i don't want to give up I, i didn't own no slaves but i damn sure want to feel like i did come on uh let me go to the next segment real quick guys give me one second be right back because other than that it makes no fucking sense why are you so adamant about something right you mad as fuck um you didn't own no slaves it didn't matter tell the fucking bitch damn why should it matter right i didn't know like they don't want none of the blame they don't want to hear about reparations Mm -hmm. they don't want to hear about people um feeling some type of emotional attachment they try to it was for states rights it was for uh everything but slavery you know what i mean it's it's always like it was a battle over states rights it was about heritage not hate and all this shit then you go okay we're gonna tear it down whoa 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 niggers we need those uh but yeah um you know this is matter of fact this is a good time to talk about this okay guys this is some nerdy shit i'm about to bring up okay um so you guys might not uh some of you guys aren't gonna know what the fuck i'm talking about and that's okay but uh i mean a hundred i mean well zero for them taking it down obviously Mm -hmm. but um one of the things this our article reminds me of is this big fucking debate that's been going on in nerd comic book reader social media um about captain america 
mm-hmm. Steve Rogers. Yeah. And uh Captain America Sam Wilson, who you guys, if you watch the movies, that's uh uh Falcon, the black dude. Mm-hmm. He's he's the new Captain America in the Marvel universe. Um in the comics, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um and I remember a year or two ago when they announced they were doing this. And I was very nervous about the idea of them making Sam Wilson Captain America because I said, I don't want them to pull any punches. And I just didn't know if Marvel had the balls, the temerity, the ovaries to look America in the face and pull no punches and say, look, this country is a racist place if we had a symbol of america that was a black person uh we would not treat that person well and more importantly they would treat the office differently than a white person would essentially the in this position would be captain america okay in the comic books steve rogers said something happened to him where he ages all the way back to his like his actual age and shit like he's a 90 year old man or some shit as opposed to you know this guy who was frozen in ice and then his body was unfrozen and he stayed fucking 35 eternally or whatever right so he's an old man so somebody has to pick up the man or the shield falcon the black dude picks it up and he becomes captain america and immediately and you can see how they wrote the book nick spencer this white dude wrote this book uh he wrote both books and i'm like surprised i'm i'm amazed um i'm still waiting for him to fuck it up somehow so i can be like mm, i knew what a white man couldn't do this for too long <laughs> but uh so far he's been outstanding um but he essentially in my opinion right i don't want to argue with you guys this is just my opinion it's my show my platform i want to give you my opinion um this motherfucker sam wilson got so much pushback y'all i'm talking and they did a great job in the panels and it was almost 100 percent split among racial lines many many white people that's not my captain america that he'll never be the real captain america what he needs to do is get that shield back get a shield back take back the shield they were like advocating for him to give the shield to anybody but his black ass um the first thing that sam does the first like fight that he really gets involved in is one over immigration and it's and it's a fight over immigration that eventually leads to the fact that they're doing illegal testing on some people who don't have uh rights in america because they're illegal uh they're uh they're um undocumented people mm-hmm. and then um it all it goes all the way up the chain to like corporate america and shit and he ends up in a horrible position because there's like he's literally wants to shut these companies down but there's nothing he really can do because companies have taken over our government so hard that if he were to strike out against them any blow he did would also be a blow against the american people um but uh you know he finds ways to navigate that stuff but the victories don't feel like punching hitler in the face the victories feel a lot like their internal problems okay see captain america steve rogers is is a person that historically hasn't a guy that takes on the problems of the quote-unquote world he's a symbol of world war ii america where we always know right from wrong and we always come in and help other people fight their battles and you know he's fighting the germans and the nazis and the and, and punching you know punching hitler in the face and you know going to other nations and helping those guys and stuff but he's not really a guy captain america steve rogers is not a guy that takes on racism in america 
he's not you know he's a guy that has black friends so we acquit him of well he's not racist so that's good enough but he's a guy that can look at black kids getting killed in the street and that's not a problem for him because he's a white dude that's never that's par for the course for him he's not it doesn't mean he's actively rooting for those people to be killed but he what how does that affect me my problem when i took this shield and this mantle up i looked at problems outside the united states and said how can i help there um sam is different sam he can't turn a blind eye to people in need in in his own country and the final kind of arc of sam's run uh has him deal with essentially black lives matter um i can't like i can't believe how good this book is it's a privatized police organization that uh is unjustly and unfairly policing black and brown spaces and poor people um and they're you know being very violent they're being caught on camera and things and people want uh and they're called the americorps or something like that americorps cops or something and people want sam to like step up and like black people like you need to help us you know like what are we how are we going to fight this by ourselves and you're this symbol of justice and truth and all this shit don't you see we're in pain and, and this is wrong and he tries to fight him in, de- in several different kinds of ways but um he and he tries to stay out of it but he when he took the mantle he told steve something that uh immediately to me was like and that's why you're a better man than steve because he said i can't ignore this stuff because steve told him to stay out of these uh inner turmoils in america he just said stay out of it like immigration this corporate uh corporate control of politics uh racial shit he was like just leave it alone like concentrate on other shit go fight hydra and shit like leave this shit alone and sam's like i gotta do it my way and him and steve went head to head over that shit um but eventually sam was just like i'm the i'd rather be the unpopular person that did the right thing than this popular symbol that says and does all the fucked up shit you know um and it's essentially that sam's blackness doesn't allow him the it doesn't afford him the ability to ignore this shit Mm -hmm. um because he's trying to be true to himself so he uh eventually takes on the americorps and his uh friend and other hero rage who um the symbolism man if y'all guys i i hate i'm spoiling this but y'all niggas should have read it by now anyway um the symbolism like rage is actually a kid but when he uh his superpower is that he absorbs like people's emotions and shit and he can get like he looks like a big ass grown man message uh and he's black he's a black kid um by the way if it was a dc book they'd call him black rage but anyway um <laughs> but rage um like essentially gets framed for a crime he didn't commit he gets beaten and brutalized by this uh, these privatized police it's caught on video um he neglects to um because sam wilson is like i'm captain america look i'll just talk to him we'll get you out of this uh i'll explain it and he goes no i'm going to go to court i'm going to go to trial on this and sam's like but you'll probably lose and they might crucify you and all this shit and he's like i know but i need people to see what's happening i have the eyes of the world on me i want them to see how unjust this system is and what it does to people that don't have resources and sounds like well let me bring in this like you know one of my she hulk or somebody that's like a matt murdoch some one of these great lawyers that's a superhero and shit he was like no i want a public defender like everybody else got a public defender 
and they had this big dramatic case and all this stuff and in the middle of the trial uh uh sam gets his hands on footage that actually sort of it really exonerates uh rage it shows these villains that went into this place and and stole this shit and how he came in to fight them and stop them and got beat up and and got framed for this crime right and he gets this evidence and the judge is like yes yeah, inadmissible it was gathered in a way that i'm not comfortable with and uh the jury cannot consider this right. in deliberations and so they find rage guilty and sam is at his most impotent his most frustrated his uh most angry you know um and he's he's defeated but not by there's no bad guy to beat him up uh america beat him up um it's such a beautiful brilliant story um so he like he's so uh he's so uh heartbroken that he essentially leaves the position behind like he's like i can't be captain america in any good conscience and it's not that you know i failed at this but this it's the story of a country failing a man it's almost like the barack obama version of marvel right uh and it's beautifully written nick spencer just like i said i could not have been more impressed man like i know the popular thing among most black comic book readers is the shit on the big companies and say all the indie companies are doing it right and all this shit but as far as i'm concerned this marvel story specifically is really well done so the controversy is this um the new steve rogers gets his youth back Mm-hmm. at some point right so he gets his youth back and it's after sam's been captain america for a few months so it's almost the worst possible thing to happen to sam it's one of the reasons that his support erodes even further because once steve rogers is young again everybody's like well just get a fucking title and the shield back go back to being falcon and let steve be captain america again and steve is planning in public like no he's captain america i stepped down there's there's more there's room for a lot of people to be this but but steve has uh sam has to kind of cede some level of power back to steve because it's like the the world won't accept that steve's there and not captain america so he's like we'll both be captain america it's cool i'm compromising with you because um and especially in the last episode it was uh almost it was very emotional because the last episode of sam wilson's uh last issue of sam wilson's joint is his letter kind of to america as that he's resigning as captain america and he's basically saying like i maybe i underestimated the hate which is the exact words when obama kind of talked to ta-nehisi coast in that interview was like if i fucked up on anything is i could not have fathomed how hateful how fucked up this country could be towards me you know um and and just i can't imagine trying to grapple with that from that position you know how do you do it and what do you realize what do you do when you realize how futile it is like even your best self is still an offense to them the fact that you're even in that white house you know what i mean so anyway steve rogers in the first issue coming back is revealed that he's he's a hydra agent he's an undercover hydra uh motherfuckers lost their mind yes they did now here's the thing people said they've been doing this thing where they're like hydra is the nazis y'all made captain to a nazi now that's a good buzzword that's a good way to try to spin it truth of the matter is hydra has not been considered like literally the nazis until that white man did that 
people like age of the shield has an entire storyline right now on national tv every tuesday about hydra and people are were not offended at all they didn't go this is tasteless you guys have turned them into the nazis you got they went oh this is fun like i have hydra socks they put socks to sell they sell cosplay items with hydra on it hell hydra being hydra as a heel turn has been a comic book trope that has been uh met with like uh well this is just a story like if anything it's something that has been a placeholder for the idea of being a secret agent or evil but it's never been completely one in one with you're a nazi Mm-mm you're anti you're a fascist you're anti, and he is a fascist in this in this book captain america and he and the things he does he undermines women and people of color color to get to seed his power it's, it's so fucking brilliant right like he undermines maria hill now so many people do things for themselves that make them look bad but he he undermines them while looking great he does it while not looking malicious at all the american people think he's a great person they everyone agrees they they don't know how fucked up he is because he never reveals his whole hand and his whole plan it's like how white supremacy makes people uh it sabotages people and then goes this is your fault you know why don't black people just stop doing crime it's, it's, that, it's that kind of thing where it's not it's like well hold up now you know you took a lot of options away from these communities you robbed them of things you gave them no place no place to go and then you went what are you doing trying to do crime it's like what's well, only the only way is to make money then you incarcerate them and make money off of that it's that kind of shit you know it's the it's the silence the fact that captain america doesn't have a stance like steve rogers captain america he doesn't have a stance on americorps he doesn't have a stance on immigration he doesn't because he's fine with how things are going which is fucked up you know he's like that's fine with me um so yeah i know i'm nerding out which i just need to deal um so so all of a sudden people got like super upset about this and i and i was like why are people so upset you know what i mean because because like a heel turn someone being evil it's a comic book you know they always redeem the hero at some point even if it you know you'll think oh my god they kill batman and batman comes back oh wolverine's dead. like they always do something that eventually restores this person right but yet i've never seen people so fucking mad over essentially a book that many of them don't read right like m- most of the anger started when people were seeing these preview panels and these articles that are purposely misleading they take context out they present panels out of without telling you how they earned that moment in the story and stuff like that so all this stuff to say i realized yesterday when i was just thinking about it um they're mad because it's a white dude that was the symbol of propaganda for america that had they had the nerve to tarnish um that's it and and people are trying to couch in it well is now really the time with fascism raising in the the world and yeah actually now is the perfect time to talk about it the same way was the perfect time in the civil rights era to have the x-men come through like that's when comics are at their best when they're talking about shit that's happening right through the metaphor these comics when they're teaching you about the right and the wrong of how things can be through these comics they don't go fascism's okay because captain america's doing it the fucking book is saying listen even the symbols that are built to like make us feel hope can be used against us Mm -hmm. like even that that blind patriotism is wrong it is evil it does matter what the fucking purpose of a person is so 
so i bring all that back to this these monuments coming down and the white people that are willing to to threaten people to keep them up they exist yes they do this is 2017 this isn't they're not being emboldened because captain america's fucking hydra they are fucking this way and they have always been this way this country was founded and built on this shit you cannot convince me i i I didn't really understand why i love this captain america story as much as i do until i really sat and thought about i was like because this is what i think america is i think he is pretty in the pictures i think it is a blonde haired blue-eyed man wearing a fucking flag and saying all the right things and then behind you he's undermining black people he's undermining people of color he's he's trying to put an oppressive regime into place he thinks he wants to bring law and order back to the streets you know i do think that i don't think america's trump but i think america are the people that vote for trump but then don't say it when they're but they're tom brady america is tom brady captain america steve rogers is essentially tom brady he will be in your face he'll 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 never voice any political concern or anything you would ever disagree with but behind your back he's wearing that make america great again hat like every other motherfucking person that you call a racist that is essentially this story that is essentially american life if you are black or just studied history you know that this country will give you such propaganda about the highs and the the best parts of our country but they will not fucking they will write two paragraphs and say that was slavery in your history textbook but then they'll write a fucking big ass chapter on world war ii because we get to look like heroes that came in and saved the day that's america that's captain america steve rogers and most and most of us in this country feel a lot like sam wilson right now especially if you black and brown you feel a lot like sam did well, you're like, I don't know what to do. I feel so fucking helpless. And I know I can't fight back through the systems that they rigged up Come on. to to win. I know I can't do it that way. So I got to find some other way to fight this. And I just think that um, it's so, it's such a beautiful book. And part of the reason I love it is because white people are mad as shit. Ain't they though? And you know what? Be mad then. Because you'll never be as mad as I am. You'll never be as mad as I am at the lies of this country built up and at the the promises this country let us down. You worry about a fucking job, I'm worried about living. Right, it ain't the same. It just ain't the same. You'll never understand. And that's fine, you know, but at the same time, you being mad about this fucking comic book, I hope you were mad at this country as you are that goddamn comic book. You know, I hope you're as mad at the at the White House full of white supremacists as you are about these fictional fucking Nazis in a goddamn comic book. I hope you get that kind of mad when you look at the shit. Because a lot of people that spend all day online arguing about a goddamn fictional comic book, but they don't got shit to say about the very real bigotry that exists in our White House and in the administration. We have white supremacists in the administration. Mm-hmm. We have Nazis in the street punching people in the face and your ass sitting up here mad at a goddamn comic book because they took away your symbol you that symbol never existed i never even fucked with captain america until last couple years because that's some real shit that's america to me so yeah i fucking stand for that book man protecting expense at all costs till he fuck up you white man he gonna fuck up we know it but until he fuck up protecting expense at all costs man i can't believe he's writing this shit like i read it every month expecting him to then be like i'll fuck it with y'all guys and every month (laughs) every month i would read it and i'll be like that is how it be that's exactly how it be 
you know what i mean so i don't know if he's still in some black women's writing work or some black like i don't know if he's xln being it or what i don't know how he's getting down Got a I just, rider. yeah i don't know how he i don't know if he just taking credit for people's shit i don't know what i do know is this motherfucker is writing that hot fire that i can't wait to read every goddamn month so shout out to uh to nick spencer um yeah so yeah zero for taking down those monuments but isn't it, isn't it amazing that there's a resistance to that come on dog isn't it like shouldn't we all be a little bit surprised that there's a that, that, that somebody's pushing back on the idea that you know we would be like we should take down this racist monuments that that praise the people that didn't want black people to have rights and people are saying but they but that's but that's my granddad but i'm not racist though you know i'll add one more before we move on um brooke hogan speaking of i'm not racist though brooke hogan defended her father hulk hogan and said she was once told white people smell like baloney and that's racist she said i feel bad for my dad but i also feel bad for african-american fans and stuff because they don't know he didn't really he didn't mean it you know it would be offensive but this is something that we have to put a stop to every day because i'll be honest with you i had a black guy call me a honky and i also been told that white people smell like baloney i don't take offense to it i just laughed at it it's the same as institutional racism and uh bigotry and criminal justice system and all that shit same thing you guys know how it is you're like oh okay that's the same as when somebody would say to a white person you smell like baloney meanwhile her father said um he didn't want her dating niggers but keep in mind he didn't mean it somebody must have meant that baloney comment because that stuck with her but we supposed to get over racism she still remembers somebody saying white people smell like baloney that's the worst they doing dog that's the worst they doing dog that's the worst they do okay mm-hmm. that's what they got for them uh all right um oh, she get a hundred fuck her a hundred that's what i say karen um all right let's get to some white people news all right we need to need to calm down let's see what i can find here on my uh playlist oh no not that one mm, all right here we go here we go how about ooh, a lot of black people on this list this is not what i was looking for uh <laughs> i don't know how about this Wait, do white people listen to that? I don't know. Mm. What is oh I don't know, that felt a little too black. Hold on. <laughs> Find what these white folks into. They listen to that. Alright, here you go, white folks. She doesn't know Oh wait, no. Actually, I have the perfect song for white folks news. Hold on a second. Oh man. You guys are gonna love this. <laughs> forgot I forgot all about this. I saved it specifically for this segment and fucking almost forgot because we didn't do it yesterday um but uh i'm gonna have it for y'all today um now i will say in advance 
don't be mad at me okay guys sorry Uh-oh. all right <laughs> just, you about to i'm just trying to this is what white people listen to and we're just trying to make sure that 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 you guys can appreciate and get some culture in your life from these white folks okay all right so uh let's listen to this uh what i like to call jimmy jam here um wait why is it starting in 33 seconds can i make it start at one second you put the screen up did it come up mm-hmm. good good i wanted to start it i mean i want y'all to see it oh okay uh like i don't have a problem with y'all seeing it live but everybody listening to audio later don't be mad people news is what this is Karen. oh my god cassio <laughs> keyboard what's happening here Mm-mm. i reject a hundred you get a hundred there's nothing they can't see themselves doing you know what i mean there's literally nothing you can't they can't see themselves like you wouldn't just be like that is for black people i can't even say some of the words in this because they're profane and not for me but you just like fuck it i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna try to rap just try to rap like kendrick and i got <gasps> no <laughs> come on now y'all know kendrick don't breathe what's happening here hitters you had to say hitters because you could say niggas come on Mm-mm-mm oh well then he tried to put his own bars at the end right you you, you skipped the whole part hey (laughs) hey you skipped all that you you was like fuck it i can't do none of that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what happened to this shit way too crazy hey you do not amaze me hey like we couldn't get that nah we couldn't get that we couldn't get that we we had to get uh the the, your uh i'm gonna double time it now (laughs) 
walk into the street and i get some wendy's <laughs> look at oh, me and all yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh man like oh boy well you know what man must it's fine you know <laughs> you, you gave it a you gave it the gave it an honest try cook that nigga, nigga, nigga. yeah cook that nigga no, no. <laughs> one is not amused kate middleton is less than impressed than when a cheeky london marathon runner sprays water at her and prince william as they cheer competitors on oh shit they may be royal but that didn't stop cheeky london marathoners uh from splashing kate in wheels wheels i swear rich white people and poor black people same people same people uh <laughs> i'm gonna name my kids something crazy i'm gonna name my kids something crazy wills oh that's the name of the baby i mean wills is the name of somebody like that's somebody first name kate and wills prince william i guess they call him wills like what's his next thing gonna be prince will made it come on man ah! anyway with uh with water as they cheered from the sideline the duke and duchess were handing out bottles at water water stop when several runners spotted a golden opportunity to have some fun the smiling prince who has dubbed himself a modern monarch appeared to take the joke slightly better than his other half who seemed less than impressed as water droplets landed on her fleece prince harry managed to avoid the spray but was seen jokingly shying away from one particular sweatery runner who wanted to hug him for a selfie yeah, nah, you stink. What do they? How do they make their money? I'm surprised they ain't football tackle them taxes. Taxes. Mm-hmm. So they really do get people. They get these motherfuckers money for their taxes. And how the hell the fuck they gonna pay for all that shit? It ain't free. I don't know, but if niggas told me my taxes was going to some niggas so they could feel royal, I'd be like, if you don't give me my motherfucking coins back, that should be like that optional thing you do on your tax returns. Like you want to give two dollars to the Democratic <laughs> Party or the Republican Party like they should let you they, it's like it won't come out of the return like they should let you do that for this shit where it's like you want to get two dollars to the royal family or not the royals who championed the marathoners official charity heads together put their hands together to the sound of a clack the claxton and set forty thousand hopefuls on their grueling 26 mile journey at 10 a.m this morning they then reached the race from a halfway point where they gave runner high fives as a radiant cake waved encouragement with a large blue foam hand the royal trio wearing black heads together tops spent about half an hour chatting to supporters and whooping and clapping as runners sped past um well which one of them see that's how you know they not really royal because i feel like if you threw water on like joffrey that's your family you know what i'm saying like if cersei if cersei got hit with a blast of water on her fleece you think she wouldn't be like off with his head what on spot kill and murder his whole family all the way down to the bastards yeah everybody got to go burn them all she was sitting the mountain and shit the mountain would be at your house yeah i guess i shouldn't have threw that water on her i knew she wouldn't think it was funny Mm -hmm. she'll be looking at the window when your ass your house blow up right she tied to something and pour wine in your face a water point at 22 mile mark was the next stopping point where they handed out refreshments to astonished runners many of whom did a double take and forgetting their time tra- backtrack for a selfie william kate and harry stood at the side of the road near shadwell as a giant sound system boomed out motivational songs including ymca and sex on fire 
they laughed cheered and whooped as the uh exhausted participants faced their final four miles one runner dripping with sweat spotted william and bounded over i saw you earlier he shouted and he gave the prince a high five. Oh, that's nice anyway you know the end uh some black people won and got to take their picture with prince harry oh i see why y'all be all over prince harry oh this dude's a smoke show I see, I see y'all ladies okay i've been wondering i was like what's the big deal with this dude i see uh also shout out to um the black people who won uh from kenya um and uh the fact that this black woman didn't even sweat out her perm y'all she did i swear to god she ran 26 miles i don't even see sweat on her like did they take the picture before the race like is that how it is they ah! just know they're gonna win they like just take the picture yeah. now yeah just go ahead. we about to run the pants off these white folks so like harry even touching them and shit like oh no no sweat on these negroes but i guess he ain't he dating that that black woman so mm-hmm. it's like he like i ain't scared Mm-mm. come on in here and get in this picture black people i'll touch you i mean and i know not to touch the hair okay i know the rules ah! uh i've been talked yeah i was wondering why y'all was all on this dude's dick this dude is uh that's a handsome son of a bitch mm-hmm. like a model or something uh many stopped to pose with selfies with the royals and ran over a high five them a shake hands and a more genteel way wills and, Ma- and harry one runner shouted across to them waving others applauded the trio as they ran by well done guys william shouted thank you so much kate told some of the 700 competitors running on behalf of the heads together mental health campaign prince harry who hopes this will be the year of the mental health marathon then presented trophies to the top three elites and the world paralympics athletics marathon world cup competitors well that's dope except for that water got on there and she was just like fuck these poor people i'm out of here it put water on me you know she didn't call it a person it put water on me ah oh does it have bacteria (laughs) please tell me this came from a fresh spring (laughs) why wasn't this bottle why wasn't this water served to me in a flute uh javier bardem smolders on the cover of esquire magazine as he opens up about his marriage oh shit mm-hmm. uh you know y'all love some javier bardem let me get him back on screen um oops did i click on the wrong thing all right yeah uh if, even at 48 he is as sexy as ever mm. see and y'all thought we they only objectify these these women's they objectify these men's too Mm-hmm. uh is it showing up i don't see it it is now oh okay all right it's just delayed on my screen mm-hmm. uh anyway uh he opened up about a seven-year marriage to penelope cruz oh that's who wiped her up i see you playboy she is bad with her um racism don't affect me so that y'all need to stop complaining ass uh <laughs> but uh yeah uh she uh they started dating while filming oh the 2008 woody allen movie vicky christina barcelona oh that's who made that movie i never saw it me either um uh, probably never will now i know he made it mm, oh this movie obscured me i'm good the pair met first 10 years early while filming the movie live flesh together what we have is the most important thing a past he told the magazine we knew each other back at the very beginning of it all and that is important because we saw when we saw each other again i saw her and she saw me 
and one of the two covers he posed for the no country for old men star scene brooding for the camera against a beige wall with peeling paint javier looks handsomely disheveled uh in a beige blazer worn over a gray t-shirt as he shoots the camera an intense stare yeah he was uh this rock and roll pose i don't know what's up with this but i guess this is what when the, the photographer's just like go for it uh his side profile is on full display including his famously prominent nose which he admitted he developed over a group of strangers jumped him, uh after a group of strangers jumped him in a bar so i guess his nose used to be okay and then they beat him up they decided to have fun with my face he recalled <laughs> sounds like they fucked him in the face don't it they decided to have fun with my face I had a good time with my face he recalled to the publication adding it was only after his nose was broken that his career really started to take off after the photo shows the self-confessed heavy metal music fan behind the, the drum kit uh he wears a peripheral a perforated black bomber jacket and gray t-shirt as he peeks out from behind symbols and drumsticks in his hands so this is just a description of the covers but he gonna be in powers of the caribbean y'all javier bardem out here trying to be sexy on their ass um i'm going to mention it on my christmas card julia roberts receives people's magazine people magazine's world's most beautiful accolade for the record fifth time as she jokes about beating pal george clinton yeah that's a white shit else so ladies next year hopefully hopefully fingers crossed some of y'all might get hopefully one of y'all listening y'all will be top 100 the most beautiful lady uh next year but unfortunately the scientific evidence is in and once again for the fifth time it's uh julia roberts she first graced the cover 26 years ago a year after shooting to fame in pretty woman at the age of 22 and now she has another accolade to add to her many as people magazine named the oscar winner the world's most beautiful cover star for a record fifth time the 49 year old actress had previously claimed you know what's funny to me is they were like this is the world's most beautiful woman you know they photoshopped the shit out of that cover still <laughs> and guess what guys she's 50 she has no wrinkles her eyes have no curls no feet, blemishes on her no skin. blemishes uh her hair's perfect <laughs> oh man society's so stupid uh she probably used that uh shea moisture though on her hair because look she's a redhead she probably has struggled with that her whole life it's probably just like the same as having 4c curls in my opinion as a man and any of you black women mad about it no i'm just kidding how the fuck you sound calm down (laughs) all black whoa 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 ladies Let a man tell you what to do with your hair of course shea butter twitter is upset Mm mm-hmm uh <laughs> she previously claimed to cover 2010 2005 and 2000 and 1991 and joked in her company interview that this is that she was keen to boast boast about the achievement to a good pal george clooney um let me tell you something man my guess is whatever she probably has something to promote this year mm-hmm. and it's probably that oceans eight or whatever yeah, yeah something coming out and that like because i feel like every year it's just coordinated with so-and-so has something to promote that's the most beautiful woman in the world by the way go see swordfish because holly berry's in it Mm -hmm. you know that shit so anyway all all these women out there okay the rest of you ugly women Mm -hmm. try harder yeah we keep we keep picking the same one for five years Mm mm-hmm no bias 
it's all you know it's all scientific guys um is this the most sexist tv show ever a bizarre dutch tv show challenges men to guess if a woman is pregnant or just fat and whether another contestant has real or fake breasts this is not a good show hmm? i object to this oh, it's very white Mm-hmm. I guess Dutch people ain't got much going on. They really don't. They're like, we've they, done everything. Let's see if a pregnant woman will kill somebody live on the air. Right. I guess they ain't got nothing better to do with their time. Mm-hmm. Cause you get fucked up. Yeah. If you don't know, don't ask. Uh, yeah. I don't know how a, preg- a fat woman hadn't just choked the nigga to death. Right. Uh, I'm gonna say 17 months pregnant. Oh God! Oh, she's stabbing me uh the tv show nim g zimpulin me uh take your swimming clothes with you is immediately it immediately enraged viewers and critics i like after it was broadcast for the first time on dutch public television this week you know i still watch this over jeffrey lord on cnn at any time yeah okay yes i would do that yeah the show saw a woman with a little bit of a tummy showcased on a revolving platform two famous guests were asked questions is this woman fat or pregnant noticeably uncomfortable the two men discussed the answer in the end decided the woman had to be pregnant but she said she was not pregnant because you can't tell another woman was put on the revolving pro- uh, platform they were told to inspect her breast and after they were real or fake they correctly guessed the answer that they were real that's an easy one you have to say they're real because if they're fake and you quote unquote mistook them for being real it's a compliment to her, her doctor and shit and if they're real and uh you say they're real then it just means you knew what you're talking about you can only lose on that one if you say they're fake you know like really uh after juggling saying isn't it the same oh wait they were oh another team of two famous dutch men were faced with answering the dubious question of whether a man was polish or a plasterer after juggling saying isn't it the same they settled for the answer the man was a pole and not a plasterer but again they guessed wrong what is a plasterer i don't know i don't know what the first one is either i don't know well being that's from Pol- being Pol- polish means you're from poland oh okay but okay. a plasterer is that like some that must be like some white people slang mm-hmm. um, plasterer a person whose job it is to apply to the walls and ceilings of services like how is that the same as being polish <laughs> so Pol must mean something else then Poland. no polish means the po- being from poland oh, okay that's what it means the but plasterer you couldn't you be a polish plasterer yes that's why i was like what the fuck does that mean then <sighs> white people are so fucking confusing you i can't say they're making a working class joke oh okay i can't keep up with all this uh white people slang you know speak english ah! fuck is wrong with y'all mm-mm my privilege is coming out right uh i love you with all my heart hugh jackman celebrates his 21st wedding anniversary with a heartwarming tribute to his wife deborah lee furnace uh yep hugh jackman still in love with his wife y'all 48 years old and they've been in love for 21 glorious years i love you with all my heart he wrote alongside a photo of the couple um Deborah Lee, they share a 13 year age difference. So, um, when did they meet? I wonder. They have a 13 year age difference. Um, wait, actually, I need to click this, make it bigger. All right, but yeah, they have a 13 year age difference. Um, they met, uh, in 
they married in 1996 after meeting on the tv set Cor- series corelli in 1995 in april last year the couple celebrated the 20th wedding anniversary with a romantic holiday in saint bart's um you know what that's good man mm-hmm. you know like at least we know he's not as sad as that logan movie made him out to be oh mm-hmm. here's an old picture um from when they met i guess man he looks so young um oh yep there's a photo of their wedding day yeah some glasses photo of him with a basketball and her on the, at a fence i guess um uh, they say 13 year age difference who's older i mean it's almost always the man in these relationships but i'm just wondering she might be older she might be older for the first time mm-hmm. they don't say they just say 13 year age difference yeah they said she is yes because she looks older i see you come through smile of dawn snatching up this young thing mm-hmm. mm, i see you uh, and you jackman must be a good dude i hope so don't say me nothing bad about you jackman guys mm-hmm. save you jackman if he's doing good things he out here you know he out there trying to help break this woman's hip there he is smashing her uh cakes to smithereens staying with her for, for 21 years being proud of his woman even though he's like could have been the smoldering hollywood love interest dude for his whole life he said no nah, i'm gonna go be a silly cartoon dude and be in love with my wife that's dope exclusive southern charms thomas ravenel seeks sole custody of his two children as katherine dennis blows off drug tests and nanny testifies about the stars hard partying and unbathed kids reeking of cigarette smoke oh shit oh it is on at the southern charms uh uh show karen apparently so yeah like it's not a game in these streets southern charms thomas ravenel has renewed his bid for sole custody of his children as their infamously volatile mother continues to stall on court-ordered drug tests what court documents seen exclusively oh this is messy this is like white people loving hip-hop it's <laughs> like the same thing that happened with stevie j and jocelyn court documents seen exclusively by dailymail.com show that katherine dennis has been evading the mandated drug and alcohol test since last november and now risks being held in contempt of court in addition just in addition just last week katherine lost her bid to keep her medical and mental health records out of the custody battle as the court ordered her to hand over all records since january 2013 including those relating to the stint in rehab last summer mm. the 24 year old checked into a malibu facility after drug test last june found that she had amphetamine marijuana crack and or cocaine and methadone yeah, in her system oh, oh yeah she was doing everything at the party but yeah she went for the whole shebang bang he was like, I take some of that, some of that, and that too. Mhm. Season four of the hit Bravo show premieres tonight, and in the trailer, Ravenel fifty three is shown voicing his frustrations as Catherine's continued refusal refusal to fulfill conditions of her already limited visitation rights with three year old Kensington, known as Kenzie, and one year old Saint Julian Rembert, aka Saint Saint Julian White people, amazing. Why won't I mean? I'm sorry why won't she take the drug test he says before providing the answer because she knows she'll fail in another trailer for the premiere Catherine takes a surprise call to her friend craig conover announcing that she's back in charleston 
i haven't talked to Catherine in months but i mean look Catherine has some issues she's dealing with some shit right now last i heard she was out in california a rehab center somewhere i'm really really glad to hear Catherine's done so well but i'll be honest my life's a lot easier without Catherine in it because oh, when she's in it things get complicated really really quick <laughs> now court records seen by the dailymail.com seen the backup ravenel's assertion about drug addiction and revealed that Catherine has been stalling for close to five months failed to show in a court appearance last december and has been threatened with jail should she persist in her refusal to take the test her own attorney's attempt to contact uh, attempts to contact Catherine on the day of her no-show gave uh, and give her opportunity to appear in the court proved futile the judge concluded that Catherine has been evading drug and alcohol tests required and instructed her to submit to immediate drug and alcohol testing or to report to Charleston County Detention Center or the Berkeley County Detention Center mm. clearly frustrated he noted that Catherine had repeatedly failed to provide medical records and ruled that as Catherine herself had introduced her mental condition as a claim or defense that she is fit and a proper parent to have custody of the minor children she waived any right to privilege and gave the court good cause to require the release of any and all of her mental health records it was also ruled that Catherine should put ravenel's legal fees in uh in relation to the these motions as she has uh oh should pay them i mean as she has been uncooperative in her behavior has caused the plaintiff's attorney's fees to mount the court records and the new season's dramatic trailer would show a tearful Catherine reluctantly handing over her daughter to ravenel certainly paint a very different picture from the one Catherine is keen to, to portray herself in an interview with et on the eve of the season four premiere Catherine studiously failed to mention the ongoing court battle and instead claimed i'm really at peace with everything chaos is out of my life luckily and i have two beautiful babies what else could they wish for referring to her 31 day stint in rehab last summer she spoke out against what she described as the stigma relating to what she was went through and said what i went through wasn't just addressing drugs alcohol whatever it was more beneficial in like life skills honestly in a way i feel like everyone should go to some type of rehab she insisted that the experience had been key in resolving her own issues and that she thinks people will be surprised at how easy going and normal she can be but what she has described as a metamorphosis has so far failed to manifest in the courtroom there's where no resolution has been reached the latest filings coincide with ravenel's return to charleston with the children following a couple of months in la quinta california for the winter polo season in a post on instagram winter polo season what you went across the country to in a in a post on instagram (laughs) on which ravenel proudly bills himself as a father show him doting over his children just last week he posted imagery of kenzie images of kenzie uh celebrating her third birthday on the west coast with balloons and a cupcake meanwhile two thousand miles away Catherine posted a throwback picture of herself holding then infant daughter with the words cue the tears my daughter my angel my kensington calhoun ravenel is three years old today there was no sign of dennis at the family home of charleston when dailymail.com visited last week and her father luke declined to comment on the current legal battle being waged between his daughter and her former lover ravenel beyond describing the situation as difficult 
even by the standards of reality television ravenel and dennis's relationship has been one of a torrid drama as viewers have tuned in season after season riveted by the compelling implosion but court records seen by dailymail.com paint a far darker reality than the version served up for public consumption on bravo tv's popular tv show charting Catherine's struggle with drugs and alcohol and including disturbing allegations of neglect and abuse mm. ravenel reluctantly filed the suit against Catherine towards the end of last may it was not a decision he made lightly as according to that affidavit he tried to make their relationship work for the sake of the children but simply could not he testified i tried to make our relationship work but Catherine was too unhealthy when she wanted to control me she would hide or take away either my cell phone wallet or car keys if i tried to get them back she would accuse me of hitting her i have never laid a hand on her in fact social media posted a video of Catherine assaulting me in new york mm. but despite all this ravenel revealed that he went so far as to buy an engagement ring with the intention of asking Catherine to marry him what? he said after kcr kinsley calhoun ravenel was born i considered marrying Catherine. we went and looked for an engagement ring the very evening after i had ordered her ring Catherine left me with kcr at home saying she was going to run errands she said she'd be back by 7 p.m she did not return back home until after 1 a.m a similarly damning affidavit from the children's nanny accuses Catherine of prioritizing her social life over her children nanny deidre bear palatelli uh revealed how she once found a bong or a handmade smoking device in Catherine's home when doing laundry and said night after night the children would go leave to go out most of these nights Catherine would return between 1 and 5 a.m typically she got up around 12 30 and 3 p.m in the afternoon according to Miss, mrs potelli Catherine's lifestyle significantly interfered with her ability to care for and be engaged in the daily lives of her children in a troubling observation she added Catherine seemed to look at her children as if they were toys or props and not real children with real needs she appeared not to know the difference between her reality and tv reality this led to constant panic attacks personal attacks and creating things in her mind that did not happen the children have been consistently returned to Thomas's house reeking of cigarette smoke unbathed in dirty clothes with matted hair on more than one occasion Aww. i have picked sjr saint julian robert up from Catherine's with such matted hair from it not being brushed or combed that i was forced to cut the knots out of his hair mrs politelli's daughter page 19 testified that Catherine told her she drank red wine and took adderall all during her pregnancy according to ravenel he was forced to accept that our children are not safe when they are with Catherine. she's more interested in partying than mothering i believe she is addicted to drugs and cannot function in a manner conductive uh wait conducive to her having caretaking responsibilities for our children ravenel made his statement prior to Catherine staying in rehab last summer and following that day in september Catherine was granted supervised visitation with her children every other weekend but now with her continued evasion of the latest drug test Catherine has been placed even that in jeopardy oh white folks i wonder why they tuning in every week right that made me want to watch it <laughs> right it's a train wreck for the record i have no idea how these people sound mm-hmm. it just it's called southern charm I, I assume they sound like southern debutantes and shit i don't know no. uh all right uh we've been talking long enough guys uh let's uh do some sore ratchetness and get up out of here uh 
I guess it would help if I had my sword sound effect on deck, huh? I do declare I can't find my sound effect. Uh, there we go. Video shows a woman confront her neighbor with a samurai sword. What? Of course. I mean, sometimes you gotta confront a motherfucker with a samurai sword, guys. I mean, uh, you, you know, your neighbor, you have an issue. I mean, you could talk it out peacefully and try to make it work, um, like, you know, decent human beings. Or you could just fucking pull out a goddamn samurai sword like your elon james white when people are moving okay oh Oh, i ain't forgot i ain't forgot uh albuquerque new mexico klb tv has obtained cell phone video of an albuquerque woman accused of coming at her neighbor with a samurai sword it's unclear vanessa morales was it's unclear vanessa morales was upset but the video shows her distress watch the video above to see the clip uh the video don't want to play oh Wait, can I play this? I don't know. I try to play it, guys. We'll see what happens. Oops, no. What did I do? Anyway, uh, they say she eventually tripped and fell, breaking her samurai sword into pieces. What? What was it made out of? She's been told that she can return. Maybe she got hit with the iron fist. She's been told she can uh. return home until the case is settled. Oh yeah, I started watching Iron Fist, y'all. So I'm I'm, yeah, I'm catching up. Um so we'll see what happens with that i will say this if claire temple shows up in your house run because somebody gonna get fucked up that woman (laughs) she only show up to nurse people back to health that's it somebody gonna get their ass whooped i don't even know why people hang out with claire (laughs) she is a bad omen and also madam gal it got to be pissed whoever keeps training these white men in kung fu is fucking up all her nefarious plans for the new york area okay she just want to be a gangster guy she just want to sell her heroin and move her guns throughout the community and these motherfucking superpowered white men knowing kung fu keep fucking up the whole plan <laughs> it's embarrassing that's a problem i'm just saying it's very difficult be responsible with who you teach your kung fu to that's all i'm saying all right guys we'll be back tomorrow <laughs> show is all over the place i don't know how you listen to this but we'll be back tomorrow uh to do this uh again uh until then I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.